Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Seeking Soul. Today I wanted to talk a little bit about how to live the life of your wildest dreams and awaken to your dream life. I wanted to start by giving you a little bit of a a background about my story and how I arrived here. So I found myself back in the beginning of this year after the pandemic, being a nurse through the pandemic and buying a house and being in a relationship with my partner, I found myself living this life that I should be happy with. I had everything on paper that everyone told me I needed in order order to be happy, but I found myself never being more unhappy. And this is because I was allowing my life to be driven by other people's definition of success. I was doing everything my family told me to do, everything culture, society, and my conditioning told me to do in order to be successful. And I was not listening to the silent stirrings and the truth coming from my soul and my heart's deepest desires. I found myself being very depressed, very anxious, very frustrated, irritated, angry, and I wasn't sure why. I had a lot of conflict in my relationship. I had a lot of depression with my job being a nurse through the pandemic. And I had a lot of resistance towards being a homeowner because that's never really something that I saw myself doing or it was never something that was important to me. However, somehow I still allowed myself and found myself in this situation that was not in alignment with who I was. I was living a life created for me by my parents and by society and culture. I have spent most of my life living in this way and trying to please others, trying to please my parents so that I would be loved, appreciated. I was constantly seeking external validation in order to feel worthy of love. And it was only when I was able to realize that I didn't need any any external validation. I didn't need anyone else to give me permission to love myself. And when I was able to step into giving myself the love that I had always been seeking from others is when I was able to actually take this leap of faith and really rediscover who I am really and what my dream life looks like. So coming back to the story, I Back in the beginning of this year, I sold my home, I got out of my eight-year relationship, and I quit my nursing job, decided to jump into the unknown, and really listen to and follow my intuition, not knowing if this was going to be the right choice. Uh, Of course, had a lot of fear, a lot of resistance, and a lot of people who didn't support or didn't understand my choices and thought, frankly, that I was crazy and losing my mind. And all of that doubt from others, all of that influence from others in my life, especially those who I loved most, my family, my parents, and my friends, those people, when when they weren't receiving what I was saying with openness, with trust, and with abundance, and just that innate knowing and trust in the universe that I had that everything will work out for my highest and greatest good, even if it's not exactly as I have it planned, Um, That really was a big struggle for me, and I know it's a struggle for a lot of people not being able to feel supported in your decisions, 
But the truth is, and what I found out is that the best way to go about these shifts is not to ask for advice, to not ask for anyone else's permission, unless those people are living their authenticity and their truth. Because oftentimes I find that people, when you ask for advice, they're oftentimes giving their opinions based on their own fears, their own insecurities, and their own misalignment and subconscious or unconscious desire to be doing something similar to what you're doing. They're projecting their fears onto you. They're projecting their limitations, their limiting beliefs, their scarcity mindset onto you. And it's often best to just keep it quiet, keep it to yourself, keep your ideas and your desires to yourself until you're ready to really um, live them fully. So keeping them inside of you kind of keeps their magic and it doesn't allow for other people to influence them, put your ideas, put your, put everything down. And it doesn't, it allows for you not to get trapped in other people's fears and insecurities. And the best way often is not to tell others exactly what you're doing, but really show them. So in showing them, in making a change, a positive change, you can really show them and prove to them that your your choice was right. And then they'll often get curious and want to know more on how they can step into their truth and their authenticity as well because they see these positive changes in you and notice them and think, huh, maybe I should do that for myself. She looks really good and really happy. So yeah, so I stepped into the unknown. I trusted my intuition, which I think was one of the first times I actually trusted my intuition and a lot of my anxiety and discomfort came from really self-sabotage because what I was doing was not speaking my truth, not speaking my voice and really just adapting myself to fit into other people's boxes. And in doing this, I was, it's actually a form of self-sabotage. So I was holding my truth, my voice internally rather than speaking it out externally because I was afraid of being met with resistance and not being accepted or loved or approved of. And But in doing this, I was actually fighting the battle internally. So it's like I went to war on myself inside, cutting myself on the inside over and over and over again to the point where I reached a a limit where it was a non-negotiable because it was too uncomfortable to stay in this quote-unquote comfort zone and it was time to move. No matter how much pain or suffering it caused, there was no way that I could stay in the discomfort of what I had been doing for the prior years. So I decided to trust my gut, go to South America, study and sit with uh, shamans and different types of plant medicines and really awaken my soul, awaken my spirit, awaken and re-enliven my my life force energy, re-enliven my creativity, my spark. I felt for so long I was drowning and barely surfacing above water, like my soul was dying. And that was just the most devastating feeling. That spark, that light that makes me who I am was dying and those embers were going out and I needed to fight to get myself out of there and to stay alive for to keep my spirit alive and in doing this I was able to afterwards really decide and and 
it, it allowed me to use this muscle of intuition and to trust it because I had jumped into this unknown situation and I had come out the other end knowing that this was the right choice for me, knowing that I had gained exactly what I needed and was seeking and that I could now really tell my brain that it was safe to trust my intuition based on real concrete evidence and facts of what I had done. So in doing that, again, like I said, it's so important uh, to exercise this muscle of intuition. It's something that we all inherently have, this intuition, and we have lost touch with it. We have lost our connection to source. We have lost our connection to our power. We have lost our connection to our truth, which is consciousness and the universe expressing itself as a human for a little while. We are stars wrapped in skin. We are the cosmos. We are all of it. We are everything but nothing at the same time, which is quite the paradox. But when we can awaken and remember our truth, our true identity, that spark, that light, that soul, that spirit in our hearts, we and we remember that we are not our body, we are not our emotions, we are not our thoughts, and not identifying with those, we can really step into our truth and it allows us to become more attuned to the silent whispers of the soul, of the heart, and to listen to those deepest longings and desires that we have that for so long maybe have been pushed on the back burner. A lot of times in our culture, especially in the Western world, I feel as though we have so much external stimulation going on. Uh, There's just things being thrown at us all the time, whether it be media or music or traffic lights or lights in your house or sounds, you know, honking horns. I mean, it's just so such a barrage and and an intrusiveness of, of sounds, of lights, of all the different senses that I feel as though all of the senses are kind of just in burnout. Uh, our sympathetic nervous systems are completely exhausted and burnt out to which makes us desensitized in a way and unable to really access the deeper wisdoms and the silent whispers of our heart and of our soul. And it really disempowers us and cuts us off from our intuition and our true nature. So the more time we can spend getting quiet, being outside, being in nature, in these natural environments. Uh, My favorite thing to do is go outside, take my shoes off, and take a walk in the forest, and really just appreciate the different colors, textures, sounds, you know, the wind, the elements, the, the clouds, the ground, the soil underneath your feet, and really getting grateful and curious about your surroundings and reconnecting to our original mother, which is Gaia, our mother earth. And having reverence and respect and love for our Mother Earth and for others, all different forms of beings and consciousness that are expressing themselves in different forms of matter, really understanding that we are part of something much bigger than ourselves and that we are all connected, we are all one, and having compassion and love and kindness for all all different forms of beings, even those ones that may trigger us or make us uncomfortable or anger us in different ways. In fact, those are the ones I find oftentimes that need the most compassion and really allow us, you know, our triggers are our teachers. Uh, So 
pay special attention to those triggers who triggers you and really practice on some self-inquiry to understand that every relationship, every person that you have contact with is a mirror. So it's mirroring back things that you may be uncomfortable with inside yourself but aren't consciously aware of that are showing up in your subconscious. So pay special attention to those triggers, to those people that really get under your skin and get curious about why those things trigger you. Oftentimes I find that those are the things that are most important because those are the unconscious callings or either whether they're unhealed traumas within me that need special attention or whether they're actually things that I wish I was doing and am feeling some sort of jealousy or uncomfortable emotion in others based on what they're doing that's triggering me. So getting back to how to live your dream life, um, again, it's just about getting really clear on what you want, what your desires are. So step one is getting quiet, getting clear on what that looks like for you. What would your life look like if you had no possibility of failure, if money weren't an option, if fear and failure and not being liked and none of this was an option? What would your life look like? How would you show up in the world? What would you be wearing? Who would you be surrounded with? Where would you be traveling to? How would you use your unique gifts as expressions to the world? How would you be of service to the world to the highest and greatest good? Because each of us has these unique individual gifts and pulls and expressions that nobody else on this earth could do except you. And you're the only one that knows those. So you not sharing your gifts is actually doing the world a disservice because nobody else can do what you can do. So what are those things that you want to do? What are, if, if you knew that you had one month left to live, what would you want to do? What, how would you want to spend your time? How would you want to leave the world in a better place than you had found it? What would you want to create or manifest in this world? How would you want to show up? How would you want to serve? What would it look like for you? Again, picturing yourself as if you are on your deathbed at 80 years old and recalling your life. What are the things that you would, if you don't do, that you would regret not doing? I have had the very unique uh, experience of my nursing career being able to have different interactions and encounters with the elderly or with people who are on their deathbed. And I have (laughs) heard all of their, you know, regrets, all of the things that they wish they had done differently. And the one most common thing I hear is, I wish I would have lived life for me. I wish I would have lived life for me. So how can you live life for you? And no, that is not being selfish at all. And there's a reason that the saying on the airplane, put your life mask on before helping others. So the only way you can be of service to others, whether that be your husband, your children, your parents, your culture, your society, the only way you can be 
in your highest self in service is if you love yourself and you take care of yourself and you honor yourself first. So self-care, self-love is the most important thing you can do first beyond beyond and before you take care of anyone else. You need to take care of yourself. And it's my belief that taking care of yourself means honoring your dreams, means honoring your truth, means honoring your path, means honoring your desires, your wishes. So how can you step into your truth, your authenticity? How can you get clear on what your dreams are? How can you really surrender and trust and release fear and know that you are always taken care of? In fact, these dreams that you're thinking of now, a future you has already manifested these in a different dimension. It's already happening for you. So once you get clear on what these desires and dreams are, it's important for you to picture them, to use your imagination to picture these dreams as realities, to step into this life as as if it's already happened for you. Because in another dimension, it already has happened for you. And the funny thing about our minds is they don't know the difference between imagination and reality. So your minds, your your mind, your thoughts are the most powerful things for manifestation. When you hold an energetic frequency, a vibration, a belief, and a dream in your vi- in your imagination and in your vision, and act as if it has already happened for you, or you dress the part, you dress for success before it's happened. It will happen for you because whatever you think. Whatever you believe is what your reality will be be represented with. So if you think about fear, limitation, scarcity, oh, what if, what if I fail, blah, 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 then you will be met with resistance. You will be met with the exact same thing, the exact same energetic frequency vibration that you are putting out there. So it's like attracts like. The universe will give you back exactly what you are giving out into the universe. So it's really important to hone your vessel to really fine tune it to be a master of creating the energetic frequency and vibration that you want to live in which is one of flow of abundance of fearlessness of full trust and belief that everything is working for you not against you and that you are already living the life of your wildest dreams and that anything is possible and that you are powerful you are spirit dressed as a human you are so powerful beyond measure and you are capable of anything and everything as long as your beliefs match up and as long as you believe you can do it you can do it so again i challenge you this week to take some time go outside in nature get quiet get curious be playful bring back some of that energy of wonder childlike curiosity Don't take life too seriously. Don't take yourself too seriously. Especially don't take your dreams too seriously. Be playful and curious with them. Toy with them in your imagination. Go out into the forest. Put your feet on the earth. Twirl around. Look up at the sky. Look at the stars, the clouds, the moon. Sing to the trees. Bring out a little bit of fairy energy. And just sing, dance, be free. Be unapologetically who you are. 
get quiet so that you can receive these messages from the universe so you can really listen and hear those silent stirrings and those deepest yearnings of your heart and your soul. And then once you get clear on those, really start to dress the part. If you want to be a fashion designer, get up every day and dress and live like you are a fashion designer. Claim it. Write down that you are a fashion designer. That is your job title. Step into the role as if you've already accomplished it. Manifest the life of your wildest dreams in your imagination. Write down and journal what your dream life would look like with all the details, what you would be wearing, you know, as I said before, the people you would be surrounded by, what life would look like in that, and get really excited and playful and bring that energy, that life force, that vitality to that. Bring that excitement, that joy to that. And it is exciting and it's so beautiful to have this gift, have this pleasure, have this uh, allowance to be co-creators in our reality. So again, I challenge you to get clear on your dreams, to write them down, to envision them as if they've already occurred, and to play and bring back that childlike innocence and energy. It's time to stop living small and to start living the life of your wildest dreams. You are powerful beyond measure. It's time to step into your power, to remember your truth, and to claim all of yourself unapologetically claim your power step into it step into the light step into that energy frequency and vibration of light start to vibrate as love being love sharing love with every being that you meet and knowing that you are powerful beyond measure you are limitless And you are more than capable of living the life of your wildest dreams. You are more deserving than you could ever imagine. It is your birthright to be happy, to be joyous, to be successful, and to live your dreams. So stop playing small. It's time to shake shit up. It is time, it is time to awaken, to remember. And with that... I hope you guys have a good rest of your week. If you have any questions for me or need any supplemental information or want any worksheets or different questions you can ask to really get clear on what your dreams look like and what your heart's desires are, I can post some of those in the show notes or feel free to contact me uh, on Instagram at soulsearchershan. Or you can leave a comment or a note on the podcast notes section. Thank you guys so much. I have so enjoyed this week and I can't wait for our next discussion next week. Have a blessed day and never stop shining your light. Bye.